0: Hello everybody and welcome to episode number 69 of In My Mug 69 on Monday the 8th of March 2010 still Steve Layton um, still incredibly grateful to see you here yet again um, got something of a little bit of a different one today recorded it yesterday um, did an introduction but it just didn't kind of work out the sound was awful on it and stuff so thought do it at home and then move on to the second part so I know what's coming, if that kind of, yeah. But yeah, let's dive into the comments. Uh, Bren D said, uh, life's too short as being trumped. Uh, Talking about Hayley's um, good things happen with good coffee, which I really liked. Uh, Chris B put, I can't put it any any other way, I'm in love. Hayley be mine. I think Hayley's fiance may have a little bit to say about that. (laughs) Mark said, not 100% certain on the pulpit one. Uh, But you can definitely taste the ale uh, and malty in the uh, natural, very distinctive aroma, and it is just, for me it's been a delicious coffee, one I've got really excited about in the past week, Uh, and I know I get excited about coffee a lot, but this one in particular. Emil said, first and foremost, I must lift my hat for the new bags, gorgeous. Thank you very, very much, Emil. As I said last week, loads of work gone into getting those bags to actually be in here. So, um, I'm just quieting down these beeps in the background. Um, So, yeah, it's been a lot of work to get it here, and I'm really pleased that you like them. Really good coffee. Natural was definitely fruity and dry fruit, and a great example. And I really do think that that uh, natural um, uh, Fazenda Floresta is one of the best uh, naturals I've tasted in a long, long while, which leads quite nicely into this week's. Uh, Paul S said, "Love the pulp, not so keen on the natural." Amazed at the difference the changing process can make, and that's perfect. That's exactly what it should be, Paul. And I'm so pleased that you picked that up. Um, and and it is about personal preference and and what we like to taste. Um, window looks good. Why was it not there when I lived in Norwich? <laughs> yeah. I tell you, I wish there was a window in Stafford. That's for sure. Um, Okay, so then we've got uh, Roland Glue said, fantastic episode, really liked Hayley, hope would we'll see more in the future, uh, really liked the different descriptors from the two of us, which is, that's what happens when you get two people together, I, lo- I love that, that part, uh, and really enjoyed the coffees, and uh, I keep moving off the, oh, and I like the new bags, very elegant you're very kind. Alex Redgate said the natural is about as natural as I can imagine getting without being offensive and it is on the cusp of being over fermented um, really delicious if you like that sort of thing. Uh, looking forward to trying the pulps and I hope you enjoyed that. Rob said another great in my mug, definitely up there with the best and I, I actually agree uh, video interlude with the trees on the farm really brings home what it goes into getting these coffees uh, yeah, that's really, really kind of you mate. Tracy Allen really enjoyed them and an absolutely fantastic long reply. Thank you Tracy. Uh, absolutely awesome. Five star ratings on them. Really like the coffee so that's great. Uh, so not Tracy. Terry. Sorry Terry. Um, and then Terry also. put forgot to say the wife agreed on the, uh, the pulped chocolate part. Uh, that was a good descriptor. And I do think particularly the Brazils tend to lend themselves very well to those uh, to those uh, chocolate descriptors. So, I'm not throwing the laptop at the screen. Um, this week, something a bit different. On Monday, and to put this in context, because this is going to be up for a long time, but Monday the 1st of March, um, there was a UK Barista Championships final. After I finished at the window on Sunday, I jumped in my car and drove down to London to go and see the last of the heats. Unfortunately, we had two people competing, and I missed John Gordon's performance, who's going to be on in a moment. And uh, I did get to see one of our competitors, uh, Gordon Howell, that did really well. Um, but on Monday it was the finals and. John Gordon, who works for Square Mile Coffee Roasters and also uh, also uh, has his own company called Gorilla Tampers, uh, which you'll find out more about in a minute, um, used our coffee. as we. Re- There's a big reason why John ended up using us and, and, and I won't spoil too much of that, but we've worked together for a long time and uh, won the UK Championships and we thought it'd be really cool to share with you the coffee that John used in those finals. It's only going to be on the site for a couple of weeks, it's not going to be around for too long. Um, but I went down to London to meet John and to I- interview him for the in My Mug in the headquarters of Gorilla Tampers. Very, very plush affair. Um, like all great businesses, it's starting from a shed. Um, yeah, I'm what I always tell the story about has been how we started in our garage here and um, you know kind of took it from there so great businesses start in the back garden and uh, John's a really nice guy so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna just whap across to that now. <laughs> so we're back Mr Gordon, Woo! second time on camera for us anyway, yeah, well, you did tamper tamper a bit for those who didn't know go and look at my blog I put a post up uh, that John We recorded about seven months ago, something like that, when he wasn't famous coffee man. But now apparently he is famous coffee man. Congratulations, first of all, buddy. Thank you very much. I've already explained to the people on Monday you were competing in the Barista Championships last Monday, not this Monday, because this goes out on Monday. Um, Known John for a couple of years now, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, Uh, and been working for the last 18 months on Barista Competition Blend. Formerly of Ristretto. Yes. Uh, now of Square Mile. Yes. And I've also of Gorilla Tampers, which I've told them this is the headquarters. Yes. <laughs> um, for those who don't know what Gorilla Tampers in, I'm gonna pop a link below. It's only a holding page at the moment.
1: Yes, holding page. I'll have some photos up, hopefully
0: by Monday. Awesome. Well that's that's must be up now because you've told <laughs> people they'll be up. But um, I'm gonna pop them screen now. Uh, a couple of John's tampers uh, that he's done so far as kind of test ones, isn't it? Like yeah. working out, getting used to the equipment and stuff. But all made in here, which is which is awesome. Um, so, tell us about what happened on Monday. How did that work out? Well, how did you get to that point? I mean, first of all, tell people why you know, because obviously the accent isn't UK originally. so Tell a bit about who you are and where you're from. And okay,
1: yeah, I've been living here for two and a half years now. Uh, I was born in Melbourne, Australia. Yep. My father was born here in uh, High Wycombe, I think. Uh, (laughs) Mum was born in Italy. Um, The families migrated to Australia, I think when they were both quite young, about four or five. Um, And yeah, spent most of my my life in Australia. Um, Got into coffee in Melbourne a couple of years before I came over here.
0: Really cool scene going on in Australia, isn't it? Very espresso yeah. focused.
1: Yeah. Um, um, I, th- I still think, even when I first, first started getting into coffee, uh, Melbourne was still on the rise. Yeah. Uh, and specialty. Um, and now it just seems like it's, it's going absolutely crazy.
0: I kind of hear loads of stuff from Australia because I've got a few friends over there and um, a few people who we, we do business with, and they just keep telling me kind of how on fire it is there. I think a lot of it kind of started around about that 2004, was it when I think Paul Bassett won, and I think there was a lot of interest all of us, sudden. For those who don't know, Paul Bassett was uh, the Australian champion and, and the only winner from Australia, wasn't it, from the past. But uh, Paul really capitalised so well on, on winning a world championship where he had a His own machine, and he did his own TV program, and a whole heap of funkiness. But I think that's got to raise awareness, isn't it? If those things are happening, yeah, definitely switch on. Mm -hmm. So, been in the UK for two and a half years. Been working originally as a barista. Uh,
1: Yeah, my first job here was for Taylor Street Baristas. um, Which uh, big shout out
0: to Taylor Street. I I managed to visit them for the first time last Sunday. I went to their Mm -hmm. their one opposite the station, the the old one. uh, Liverpool, Liverpool Street, Street, yeah, 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 new yeah. Street, yeah. and because um, the, the new shops in New, the old shops in New Street, and the old shops in New, oh yeah, yeah. it's the wrong way. Anyway.
1: I'm sure they'll have all the addresses on their website, and uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. New, the new place um, is just
0: yeah. So, so, what 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 inspired you to come across first of all? I mean, why why did you want to come?
1: Um, well, hold, holding a British passport, it just obviously makes it a lot easier to to stay and live here. Yeah, um, it's a lot easier to travel around the world from here uh, rather than Australia. So, yeah, um, my sister's been living here for ten years, and I haven't seen her very much at all in the last ten years. So, to to, to be able to spend some time with her, our, our family is quite close, even
0: though we've. Even though you miles apart, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I mean, for those who were on the streaming for the UK Championship, I think we, we all got to know your mum and dad quite well. Yeah. <laughs> they were they were good fun on there, good quality. Yeah. So, um, last year you entered, where did you finish last year? Last year I entered and finished 14th. 14th, yeah. But made it to the semis for my first time. Exactly, and yeah. with a very brave coffee, which we've talked to yeah, death about, yeah. so we won't go back over. But then you entered the Latte Art Championships and... Won that. The UK. UK Latte Art Champion last year. Yeah, there's a new one now, there, isn't there? There's Neil... Neil, yeah. What's Neil's um, surname? Labine? Yeah, Labine. Exchange L-B. Coffee. Yeah, yeah. Yep. so Neil, Neil, who finished fourth on Monday. In, yes. In third, no, third. third. Third, sorry at demoting place, but now Neil um, doing really good things and he's the new Latte Art Championship. And we were talking about this earlier. How hey, do you think that helped you in this year's competition?
1: Uh, well, after winning the the Latte the UK Latte and going to the Worlds, it was just such a, a large scale that uh, you know it's even though I still get nervous, it's I'm getting better at handling the nerves. Yeah. Um, so just the the preparation. Um, Doing it a few more times makes it easier I think. Being up on stage makes it easier.
0: You know I kind of look at it and I think, I mean I'm a rubbish barista anyway, but if I went up and did it, I kind of, I don't know what it would be like. Because it's not, I think if you're standing in front of anybody, who was I talking to about this, I was talking to somebody the other day, Stuart Lee Archer, is it Stuart Lee Archer? Archer, Yeah, yeah, I talking to Stuart and he was saying like he can stand up in front of anybody and talk about coffee. And he'll there, he'll pull coffee, and he can have a big crowd. But as soon as he stands up in front of his peers, it's a whole new pressure. And I think that must be kind of something you can only get used to with practice. Um, and something like the Latte Art Championships, I think, is great practice. But then, so that led us to the semis a couple of weeks ago yeah. um, at in London, which yeah, Richmix, um, which was an awesome venue. Really good fun. Yeah, it was
1: just um, without a doubt. Um the setup for that was,
0: uh, it made me, competing beforehand, it made me feel a lot more comfortable. I think mm-hmm. it was definitely, I mean a lot of the regionals are normally kind of smallish, not very conducive to people coming to see, but also being during the week, not everybody can yep. make it, whereas this was a proper crowd wasn't it? Yep. And um, I think that must, must have been a really good warm up again. Did you get involved in any of the UBF stuff as well? Have you, yeah, I've yeah? done some UBF but uh,
1: that this was a, a chance to, and and I guess for some of the people like Neil as well, and and James Phillips um, that have now competed,
0: but they're, they're also quite involved in UBF. Ultimate um, Barista Fighters, yeah. by the way, UBF. For those who don't, not a lot of my guys won't know what UBF is, and we talk about it. And say, oh yeah, everybody. But it's basically a competition which is about preparing you for competition, isn't it? Yeah, really. But Maybe.
1: it's it's trying to have a bit more fun with it. Yeah, um, and and that's. Uh, I don't know how if it made it easier for for Neil and, and James, uh, Lindsay as well. Um, but for me, I, I took it more lighthearted
0: um, to to be able to relax more while in front. Of but I think that's the thing. It's about just standing up. It's not necessarily about you know you can't take a lot of those skills to the competition with you. Or one you can take is presenting to your peers, yep. having an audience of you know fairly influential coffee folks in the world kind of watching you. And I, and I think that that's. That's really cool that you used it for that. So you came fourth in the South East Heats, was it? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So I came fourth in the South East Heats, which then took you through because I mean the the South East Heats were really high scoring, weren't they? they were, yeah. The standard was incredibly high. Um, what did and you also ran over, didn't you, as well, on, on your, your heat? Yeah, one. I was hmm, 20...
1: 25. Four seconds over time or which like.
0: takes 24 points away, and if you put that into the context, I think that's yeah. about eight percent of your score gone. Uh, so if you start, it's like starting with minus eight, isn't it? Minus eight yeah. percent, which is it's, it's harsh, oh it's tough. So got to the worlds, you competed on the Sunday first of all, which I came down to, but didn't get to see your performance. No. Have you heard how that went? Now do you know where you finished on the from the semi-final stage? I finished on top of the semis. Wow! Yeah. So, so not only did you win the semis, yeah. and that took you into Monday, which obviously you ended up winning. Yeah,
1: we didn't. We didn't know. We knew our score, or we knew the top six scores, but nobody knew uh, what their score was. Uh, and I came off stage in the semis, knowing I could do again 100% better. Um, so I, I knew my shots weren't great. I knew my presentation was wasn't great. Um, and and just wanted to relax with it, and um, on the Monday have you know enjoy it. And I think I already heard this one, but which was the better performance, the Sunday or the Monday for you? On oh, the Monday, yeah. it just I got off stage and just
0: went. There's nothing more I could really do. Um, yeah, that's funny because I've spotted loads of things that we can do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was your best performance without a date. Yeah. You seem most at ease, and you seem most comfortable. Um, so we best start talking about the coffee. Yes. So you guys who subscribed have got the coffee for those who haven't subscribed I'm sure once you hear about this coffee you're going to want to try it as well. So what's what's in the blend? How did we get to that point uh, and why is it personal to you? Uh, okay, let's start. The base
1: is uh, 70% of Brazil uh, for Sao Judas
0: yeah. which is um, a pork natural coffee from uh, Chipan, Chipan Chipper, yeah, Diamantina, that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm terrible with my pronunciations, but um, fifth in the Cup of Excellence this year, yeah. coffee that we've had for a couple of years. I've, I don't know if I've done it on your mind mug yet, actually. Um, but the far, I got to meet the farmer while I was in uh, Brazil at the Cup of Excellence this year, really cool guy, very humble, um, really was you know, so stoked that we were buying his coffee. Mm. Um, we've Got a big chunk of that coffee, and it's one that I I love. Why was that in the blend? Uh, well, the the
1: original one that we tried from last year's crop wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and that to me that was definitely one of the ones that stood out. Um, it was just it can uh, it just held up. I knew out of all the other ones that we chose
0: on the cupping table, um, everything else was going to revolve around that. I think. And and John came up to us. It was it August last year. August, September. Was it, that early? it was that early. Really? Yeah, yeah. John came up like very early on about right. Let's get a focus for what he wants, and that was one of the coffees we picked out with a, probably, I think there's three or four others, but that was one that seemed to stick out. And then when we sent the samples down to you, it stuck out even more, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. So that was that was the safe option. That was one that we felt we always knew. And what was the blame that we had before this one? It was oh, say yeah. Judas and something else, wasn't it? Um, Honduras. The Honduras Sesamile, yes. the Cup of Excellent Sesamal. Sesamal, that's how you yeah. say it. Okay. I, Probably not, <laughs> I don't tried. listen to me The Sesamile, it was again another safe coffee quite different to the blend we had last year which was yeah. a bit edgy uh, a bit dangerous and we were going down this safe, safe route and then around about five weeks ago <laughs> Not even that, I don't think Four like, weeks ago, four three weeks ago, weeks ago. ago. Yeah. it wasn't long ago you, phoned me, you emailed me and said, okay, can we have some more for practice? But can we try this? Human me. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of went, no. When I looked at the email, I went, no. And then I went, Okay, let's get it out of your system. Yeah. So what's the other component that we were getting out of your system? The Indonesian Sidikalang. Sidikalang! That's you have to do Sidikalang, Sidikalang. every time because of, of the Dirty Cup guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the Sidikalang is a naturally processed uh, micro lot from Indonesia, from a small cooperative in the Sidikalang area. Um, and if you haven't seen it, go back and look at episode 37 of In My because It's still probably one of my favorites. Uh, because it's just bizarre, isn't it? As a coffee, it's bizarre.
1: Yeah, I, I, I fell in love with that coffee last year when I first tried it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think I might have even mentioned it to the both of you last year and it was like, no, yeah. straight away. Oh, I mean,
0: I, and I think that last year's competition was still very fresh in our mind at that point and we'd gone with the Balmadi and Natural, haven't we? Which was, we loved it, didn't we? I mean, I still loved the blend. The, the My memories of the blend, I love it very much, but it was very different, it was very out the park, kind of unusual coffee, wasn't it, so... This was almost like we were going back to that point, wasn't it? Yeah. But I think we've all learned from last year that it was... it was too much. Yeah. And this was a little bit more subdued, so what are the percentages in the blend? So 70-30, 70, 30. 70 the, um, the Judas and 30
1: the Citic Lane.
0: So 30 percent is like it's still a healthy amount, and it's a healthy amount to taste it through the coffee, but it was almost like that so Judas is such a bold coffee and got that real rich, deep cocoa yeah. um, and an interesting, very clean acidity on it, like the molasses acidity, hasn't it, that it it just kind of works. it seems to work together, doesn't it? So anyway let's let's dive into these because they're probably going cold, cold here. Yeah. Now, we haven't brewed this espresso, have we? No drip filter. And why have we done yeah, that? Because it works, it doesn't yeah. it? I mean, a good blend is a good blend, whether it's espresso or whether it's filtered For me, it, it's good either way, and this will work in both quite easily, I think. So, have I brewed it right? The aroma is the first thing, <laughs> right? Smell this coffee before you drink it, please. Yeah. Smell this coffee because it is just. The bananas just run through, don't they? Yeah. If you tell me you can't find banana in, in this, I, I'm, I'm gobsmacked. I'm surprised.
1: Open the bag, smell it. Yeah. And then when you grind it, smell it again. In fact, if you put it by the mic here, <laughs> they'll
0: probably smell <laughs> it a Because it. It. it is. It's just so. It's it, well. it, even
1: pouring over the drip. Um, the smell while while you're brewing
0: it as well is really nice. I've got, got end of my nose now, Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I thought it might. Um, yeah, I mean, for for me, I, this is just so aromatic, and and I talk about it a lot on in the my mugs. But the aromatics are so important on the flavours that you're gonna get, and it's the it's one of the most exciting parts of drinking this coffee. Without a doubt, is that smell. Yeah. Um, so yeah, <laughs> probably
1: sends that more than it's probably a little bit under extracted. I think. I think it's very good, Martin.
0: That's yeah. you know, absolutely. Uh, I'm quite happy with that. If, if somebody gave me that. Um, we've been drinking coffee all morning and, and that still jumps out to me as... Okay. The bananas are there. I mean, it's big bananas in the old gob, isn't it? I mean, it's just full of them. Um, this, there's a fermenti- fermented fruit that you always get coming through as well, like a fermented apple, um, kind of very boozy. Um, but you get the cocoa on the back end as well, so it makes it far more acceptable for me than the So You give that to some people and they're just so shocked. It's too much. This is almost a little bit more behaved, isn't it? Yeah.
1: I think, like, in my routine, I explained uh, the way I think the coffee goes in your mouth is um, the the Judas it um, exactly like I said in my routine it controls that wildness of the citicolang, but at the same time, complements yeah. compliments the citicolang, and that's exactly what I said because it does do that It it gives it that um, just gives it a bit, a bit more, but uh, but definitely at the same time, it doesn't try and
0: drown it out. No, nope. so. you know, there's no point putting it in there if you don't want it to stand out. You know, I mean that's the way I always think about blending. A component has to be in there for a reason, not just because you know you fancy chucking that bean yeah. in. And there's a lot of that goes on, particularly with competition blends, because it's about one-upmanship. You know, I've seen cup of excellence blends that should never have been put together I've seen you know components I'm thinking why have you put that in there you know there was the whole thing about the geisha thing not long mm-hmm. about that you know you see people trying to do that coffee's got to be in there for a reason and I think the Siddiquelang is in there because it gives you a great may feel it's got big body being an Indonesian it's going to have a huge body which will cut through the milk like uber well um, I mean as, as an espresso it was the best espresso yeah <laughs> as a cappuccino Best cappuccino. best cappuccino and then a sig drink, which is obviously a lot of your influence in there but best sig drink as well wasn't yeah. it? Clean sweet, which, Clean <laughs> you know, we were he's up against some tough competition there, weren't Yeah, you? and some great yeah. competitors and, and for, for me the UK has got more competitive over the past five years than ever before you know, there is it's the standard just keeps getting raised that little bit higher and little bit higher so, um, I mean, I think it's a great coffee
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's stunning, it's um... And again, even
0: more so uh, with milk. It's mm. just yeah. It's a real cappuccino drink. Is it as it cools? You get a lot more of the Indonesian come through as well. It's kind of a lot more that bodies there. Perhaps yeah. it's good that they drank them hot, because that would have scared some drinkers. <laughs> <to think. laughs> so so yeah. I mean, I hope you're going to try. It. It's going to be on the store for two weeks. John's very kindly let us put it on there. Um, you know, I. You know, it's, it's your coffee now. That's that's got your name all over it. You know, it's everybody's going to think Cedric Lang going to think John Gordon. Cool. So cool. it's a fairly cool coffee to be associated with the bananas, the gorilla tampers, the yes. I, and we no, didn't think about I, that then did we? Pure, well, accident. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, no, it was. I mean, it was hundred percent accident, but it's it kind of yeah. works, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So well, thank you very much, buddy. Thank you for letting us do this. No, I hope you're going to try the coffee and put all the comments below because John will be reading all the comments about what you think about his blend and um, yeah until next time I'm not going to do the life's too short for bad coffee because this (laughs) one's quite good until next time laters bye